the Fill the Funnel podcast with Jeff Swan and Tom Slocum. We're here to help you crush your targets with tactical tips and insights you can act on today. Don't have a fancy tech stack, a big budget, or even a huge team to lean on? Well, it's time to get that solved today with FTF Fridays. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Fill the Funnel podcast with your hosts, Jeff Swan and Tom Slocum. Uh, Today, we're talking about a topic that is um, a little somewhat controversial. Uh, Everybody is out there talking about cold calling as if it's a real thing, but cold calling has been dead for years. And the definition people have of cold calling is what we're talking about here, because the traditional cold call is, hey, Tom, here's a phone book. Here's a phone. It might be a rotary phone (laughs) and uh, smile and dial. All right. Just get make some make some things happen. Um, And uh, realistically, today in 2021 and beyond, um, cold calling doesn't even exist because we have so much data at our fingertips. We have the ability to warm up a call by learning about your prospect online, by warming them up with emails, social touches, all those different things. So it's no longer a cold call. So um, Tom, what is your take on cold calling? Why do we still call it cold calling? Well, it's a term that irks me um, and, and truly deserves a facelift and um, where we're at today. You hit the nail on the head, right? A cold call is straight up, you know nothing. Um, You simply have a phone number and a name and you're picking up the phone to make a conversation. And in today's landscape, that's not the case. Um, We have all the information right in front of us. We have data, we have software that's pulling that information. And the same goes for the prospect um, on the other end, right? They have all the information they can receive versus in the 90s, a cold call was important because that's how they got information from the market. That was how they were delivered on what's happening Nowadays, you don't need a cold call to educate. You need a cold call to to move the needle uh, into making them take action into their buying decision. So a cold call is just a term that hasn't been lift, uh, hasn't received a facelift in a long time. It's just the natural term that we use. Uh, but I I can't stand when somebody's like, oh, I got to go make cold calls today or oh, I have to cold call and go make you know meetings. You're not doing that. Like if you are, then I'm sorry because you're doing it wrong because there isn't a need for a cold call. Everyone should have the ability to be able to create a warm call, right? I, I know the buyer persona. I know the challenges of the market. I know where they're located. We have this thing called LinkedIn now where I can look at company information or the person. We have social media to get to know somebody. There's a lot of opportunity for you to be educated before you even pick up that damn phone and then start that conversation. And honestly, if we even take a step back, even if you did just get a list, I there's ways to make a connection and still keep it warm. You have an area code, you have an email address, you have a name, there's still a way to pick up that phone and still know Bob on the other side, maybe resonate on their area code. Hey, I see you're in New York. How is the weather over there? That's still warm because you're making a connection based on the information. A cold is straight up. I just know the name's Jeff and here's the phone number. I have no way to connect with you. Great, great, great points, uh, Tom, as always. So let's unpack that a little bit more is how can we make as prospectors, how can we make warm calls, not cold calls? So let's start with the first thing. Um, one of the things that you mentioned there was it's all about really understanding your customer and doing your pre-call research. So 
let's talk about what types of things can be done uh, as as far as researching your prospect online. And I'm going to start really quickly by introducing a, a framework that Tom and I like to use is the three by three research. Um, so there's a lot of people out there that have used this term. This is not our term, but the way we approach it is a little bit different or maybe we phrase it a little different than other people, but it's all about qualifying. So number one is qualifying. What qualifying information can you find on a prospect? Um, what type of triggers can you find? So what type of, um, reasons can you find on, on that would entice a prospect to want to talk about stuff today about your solution today? And what is the tie-in? So the, the what is, what can you learn about the prospect to tie them into your solution and what you're trying to say in your warm call? Um, so again, that's qualification, triggers, and tie-ins. That's a, a three by three research process. It's going to get you crushing um, your your warm calls. So Tom, what's your take on uh, three by three? Like, what, why did we develop this type of framework? Because just like in a, in a past episode we recorded, right, is prospecting analysis. When you have a, a right formula and the way that you're going to pre-research, it's scalable and it's effective versus I don't have any clear formula or direction. I'm just going to go down this rabbit hole of this prospect and see where it can go. And next thing you know, you're taking 20 minutes, 25 minutes before you even make a dial, which 80% of the time is going to lead to a voicemail. Um, so the reality is, is to create a formula and a process that, that gets you in and out quickly and can scale your activity through the day to day. So three by three, uh, which is in the market is, is a way to do that. It's three key pieces of information within three minutes. So that way you can pick up that call and guess what? You can typically get that three by three while making the dial, right? right. Because in that first three minutes, you're talking to them and you can have that prep, that information be relevant. Now, it doesn't mean it has to be relevant information to who you're calling, but what you're calling, what you're, who you're reaching out to in a sense of the company, the prospect, uh, the challenges off of their public reports they're posting online, looking at their social company profiles. What are they talking about? What are they trying to engage? Even noticing that their engagement levels on LinkedIn or Facebook aren't really there, right? That's a great way to warm up a call and say, look, I see your challenge in, in social. Why do you feel you're lacking that engagement from, from your audience, right? And talk about that if that's a solution that you can solve or just learning information within that three minutes to warm up the call and be relevant. Um, because cold calling is just straight irrelevant. It's the old school way of doing things. And today you can really truly find a formula to, to get the right information, make a human connection and just uncover what somebody's dealing with and have a five minute conversation with them. That's awesome. No, and, and that's really exciting because like you said, I mean, it, you should be able to, to get, details you can use in a call within three minutes, maybe five minutes. I like to say three to five because, you know, sometimes it just yeah. takes a little longer. It, it, it does. You know, you got to do a little digging. A lot of our, our peeps that we talk to, right, may not have that social brand, right? They don't have that content. Maybe their ICP is not very active. So it might take just a little bit more, but like seriously, don't go beyond five minutes, right? Find no. another way to make a connection. Like I mentioned before, you can look at just their area code on their phone, on their on their phone number, look at their email address. You know, there are times I've seen somebody still have an AOL. That's my intro, right? Like that gets me into the conversation, right? Because it's funny. You talk about it. You're like, hey, still rocking that AOL, huh? And they chuckle and they're like, yeah, I've had it for years. And, you know, you could just dive in and make it warmer 
And more, yeah. listen, the whole point of a warm call or being able to do the research is you're welcoming the prospect into a conversation with you, right? I feel welcomed. I feel invited. I feel heard. Um, and I'm more willing to hear what you have to say versus a straight up cold call where you just have no idea why you even picked up the phone to call me. You just did because somebody gave you a list and said, go call this person and get a meeting. Right. I'm not going to invite yeah. you to a conversation with me because at that point, like just because you got a list, do a little legwork, my friend. Learn a little bit yep. about what, what my company's doing, what I'm doing, and how it ties back into why you're picking up that phone in the first place. And the key part of all of this as well is as you do your three by three, put it in your CRM. Log <laughs> it, notify it, make sure that you know every time you call that you're in. Um, and also evolve it. It can change, right? The first time I call somebody, I'm gonna have a, a, a set three, but the eighth call, I have a new set three, right? right? Like that's different information along the prospect. And again, I'm staying relevant. And every time I'm calling, I'm not calling to say, hey, just check it in, Jeff, right? Hey, I'm calling because I saw just a week ago, you guys posted this company article and I know we've been in some conversation as of late um, and I think I can help here. Can you give me some you know, uh, information around how you guys are coming to this decision? Right now it's more relevant than what it was eight calls ago when my first three were just based on something I saw on social or where they're based out of. Now my three are getting more integrated as I go with the prospect. And every time in my CRM, I see that, that, that pathway and I have that information. Yeah. So there's, there's the, a, a phrase that salespeople absolutely love. Um, if it's not in Salesforce, it doesn't exist, <laughs> but you know what? The reason why salespeople have traditionally hated this phrase is because they don't see value in that data being there because they don't understand how the data can be used to actually move people forward in the funnel. So those that are really, um, you know, big fans of CRM use it to their advantage. Like you said, they, find that three by three research, they leverage their CRM. So when they're making that call, they have everything they need in a really simple profile screen so that they can actually make that call and make decisions on the fly. And right? think about an email, right? For, for your lane, right, Jeff? Like how yeah. easy it is for you that you got to email this person on your next step in sequence and you can open their profile in your CRM and see six to, to nine different elements that you've spoken with this person about that was personalized. Now you can yeah. write that message using some of those key points or, or coming back to them. Hey, I know yeah. we talked, you know, three weeks ago about this, you know, where are you at now in that? Um, and it goes beyond just always constantly asking about you and where you need the call to go. I can just check in and be like, hey, I know we talked about your son's birthday a couple weeks ago. How did it yep. go? Right. And then yep. go into your value prop and get into the call and be like, hey, I, I look forward to hearing how your son's party was. But I also was reaching out to you to see if you had any more update on where you're at in the decision making process. Now you're exactly. building a relationship. You're making a conversation. You're not just constantly hitting somebody up to, to get what you want out of it. Um, and that's what a yeah. cold call is, right? You're trying to be an interrogator in a cold call because you have no information. You have to pick up the phone and find out that information. But instead, now in today's world, being able to create a warm call, you're able to build a conversation and a relationship with somebody without having to be interrogating because you already can come to the call with relevant things to discuss and be more conversational versus I have to call and ask you five questions because I really have no idea why I picked up and called you in the first place. Well, and, and not only that, but like, and when it, let's say you have those five questions that you want to ask somebody or you want to know if you can solve three of those 
in your pre-call research, you don't have to ask those questions. You don't need to do more to qualify them because you've already done that before calling. And then not only that, but if you know specific things that this customer is going through or some experiences they're having or some explicit pains that they've posted online and they said they have, then you can kind of cut through the BS and just go straight into what's important, right? And it's so much easier when when you feel like somebody knows you just have that conversation with them. You're not, you, your defenses aren't up. You don't really feel like um, pushing them away or anything like that. Um, and it's, it's so much easier when somebody comes to you and says, Hey, Tom, I know you live in Arizona. You know, I know it's crazy hot out there. So you're probably going to want this air conditioner I'm selling. <laughs> right? again, you find that relevancy, right? And you almost get yeah. to disqualify before you even pick up the phone. So you don't even have to yeah. waste that dial because as yeah. you do that in three minutes, you're like, Nope shouldn't call this person. It's not a good time. Or I'm understanding that they're not actually a fit. So I'm going to update my CRM with that. And I, and after weeks of doing this, a couple weeks of doing this, you have one of the cleanest CRMs and you're able to be proactive instead of reactive in your prospecting because you're able to know where to go next to get that next meeting versus shooting in the dark and having no idea because you haven't logged all of your notes. You don't know the research you put in. And you can't. You have to physically call to qualify or disqualify, and and exactly. that's not necessary anymore. You should be able to qualify sixty percent of the way. Maybe that's steep. I don't know, but I think I could qualify somebody out before I even pick up the phone, um, yeah. and, and be able to have a real conversation and say, I know me calling right now is valuable to this person because of the content their company's putting out, what they're putting out. Um, look at one of our our peeps in our small community who's a social seller. You know why he has such success? Because he's got a post on everything. He's watching the conversations and comments on the social and is understanding when to play a part in that conversation that shows up as relevant and can create it into a sale versus not that conversation wasn't for me. I can't really find a point. I could come back to it, but it's not there for me right now. I'm going to jump over to this conversation. That's right. No. And and what's interesting you said there is that um, so this particular person is a social seller, but a lot of people aren't social sellers. You said earlier in our conversation here is that there's some people that whose customers aren't online. They're not really doing a lot of stuff right there. But there's always details available for research. If you can't find information on social media, you can't find it on a website. You can look in the local trade association of that customer. You can look at different areas and look at some of the things that people in their industry are talking about. If you're selling only into one industry and you know it like crazy, great. You probably already know a lot of the challenges that they're facing or the the trends that are happening in the market, like regulations or just like, you know, different government things, uh, how um, weather has impacted the, the company's ability to you know, serve the, their market. All these different things can happen just from very simple things like area codes, like email address, like industry. Um, even if you can't find personalized information, uh, I'm going to use Josh Brown. Right. You can find it personal. (laughs) You can still make a warm call, right? Using those elements. And now some are greater out, you know, have a greater success of a longer conversation, the more personalized you can get. But straight up, like all you need is one little piece of information to connect with that person, get a good laugh in that first 30 seconds. Because listen, you listen to a lot of podcasts. Everybody talks about it on LinkedIn. And we always talk about what happens after that 30 seconds. And we can coach to that all day long. 
but nobody's yeah. coaching to what happens in that first 30 seconds of a phone call, right? And <laughs> how do you maximize that portion to have yeah. greater conversations and not make a hundred dials to have two conversations, but instead make 20 calls and have five conversations on your day. Now we're not talking about outcome. We're not talking about what's going to lead to a meeting book, but at the end of the day, how many three to five minute conversations can you generate a day that is giving you a longer time at bat, a longer time at practice and getting you to build a relationship that might not be a lead today, but will be a lead in six months, right? Look at in baseball. A guy will wait for that right pitch. And sometimes I've watched a pitcher throw 12 pitches at one batter in one session. They've got fouls. They're going in and out. And like literally it only takes three strikes and you've done three pitch or 12 pitches. It's the right. same thing here, right? Is you just got to have longer times at bat learning how the pitcher is working or how that prospect is thinking. And, and Gong has even reported the longer conversation that you can have, the more success you can get a beating out of that. So what you do in that first 30 seconds is important. You want to research through qualifications, triggers, and tie-ins. You want to find that personalized information um, and drive that conversation. That's awesome. Yeah. And so just um... – <laughs> yeah. So Tom, I think realistically the, the lesson to be learned here is, is literally this, is that cold calling is dead. Cold calling is dead because now we know better. Now we have tons of resources of information. We've had the experience. We've learned that just calling somebody out of the blue and asking them something that serves you, not them, it's not going to lead to good outcomes. Right. So like you said, if you focus on your three by three research, you learn about your prospect, you learn, is this the right person I should talk to? Is this a good time to contact them? Is there something that's happening in their world that I can tie into what my solution is? Um, am I looking online for their personalized information? Am I looking at social? Do they have social? If they don't, can I look at other things like email address or area codes, company name or industry? And then how do I use that personalized information? Well, use that to decide on what you're going to ask, what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, and then how you're going to strike up that really meaningful human conversation with the prospect, right? So you do those three things and you're going to crush it in your warm calls. So good luck, everybody, and happy hunting. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fill the Funnel podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite platform, give us reviews and tell all your friends about us. Till next time, happy hunting.